That's the name of the show, Community Connection. Don't wear it out. You hear it all the time. The big show, that's what I call it. I'm Bill Davis uh, here on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com where we um, have all of our podcasts loaded up. If you go to KGMI.com, you'll see podcast tab at the top of the page. You scroll down and you'll see Community Connection. In fact, uh, any audio segment that is done on this station, whether it's KGMI Connects or the morning news or the afternoon news, things like that, it's always up on our uh, our uh, page at uh, kgmi.com the podcast page so use that as much as you'd like like i said we're always open 24 7 good friend of mine stopping by the microphone steven berger he is the executive director at contact counseling and um you know i think before i know last time you were here we were going to talk about uh, the the youth of walking county yeah some of the problems here let's first get into the background of what sure. co- what contact counseling does and how you got involved Sure. I I started contracting for contact counseling 15 years ago when we were just a DUI assessment agency. And I took over from Bob Chambers a couple of years ago. And recognizing, you know, the needs in our community, I started providing outpatient treatment. So at this point, we provide uh, everything from uh, what's called partial hospitalization or PHP, which is five hours of treatment a day along with sober living, to intensive outpatient, to even individual counseling. So we provide the whole range of outpatient services. Mm-hmm. We, we also refer people quite often to inpatient treatment. I'm a very good uh, uh, point of reference in terms of what are good treatment programs to go to because it's, it, you know, it can be... Uh, it can be kind of a minefield out there in yeah. terms of where to go and where to get the best possible treatment um, given a person's resources. I assume you cover everything, uh, alcohol, uh, fentanyl, cocaine, marijuana, in, anything that Absolutely. has to do with drug abuse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, anything a person um, can develop um, an issue with. Any kind with. of dependency. Yes. On. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I know you wanted to talk about uh, kiddos and, and youth. What's uh, what's the biggest problem? I, you know, my first thought would have been would have been alcohol, but you told me that that's probably not the first issue. Well, it, it is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Alcohol always rem- is is never problems with alcohol have never gone away at yeah. any level, whether that's with youth or adults. Um, but there's certainly a high level of abuse of cannabis mm-hmm. um you know and people think oh yeah i smoke you know people my age you know if they think oh yeah I, sure i smoked a little weed back in the day you know and i kind of grew out of it blah 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 yeah well the fact is what uh, people have access today is a completely different drug than it was 35 40 years ago you know ago. something i can attest to that you and i were talking before i went <laughs> on the air that uh back when i was in school i'm 70 so i was you know i was like the flower power you know children and and the, you know the 60s and the 70s and you know there was a lot of cannabis yeah. uh, going around then and a few years ago when i broke my leg i um d- i was getting off the opioids after uh, the surgery and all that and i thought i would try some of you know our uh, yeah. our, our local shops and just get you know like the little wafers or the little mints or whatever to help control you know the pain that's all i wanted to use it for and i gotta tell you i felt goofy yeah it, it told it's a totally and, different and, world and we have kids coming in that are dabbing you know 90 percent thc oil mm-hmm. you know on a constant basis um, whereas you know you know, the late 70s, mid 80s, I mean, sure, there was some, you know, when the indica and all that came in, it mm-hmm. was a lot more powerful and, and stuff than the old, you know, uh, 
dirt, you know, brown dirt weed that yeah. we had, but, sure. uh, but it's a serious issue mm-hmm. with youth. And my concern is that it, I, I, it's more of a sense than anything that, that those problems are not being identified and they're not being addressed at the level they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I spent a good portion of my career working with youth. I spent a lot of years as an interventionist in the schools. I worked in inpatient and outpatient adolescent treatment programs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, some of the concerns happened way back when, when they felt it was a bigger bang for the buck to pull the interventionists out of the high school level and do more prevention. Well, that... To, in my mind, didn't work. And I'm sure they needed prevention at the lower levels, but to pull people who were having success at the high school level is a concern. And I'm just not seeing the referral base of those kids getting referred to proper levels of treatment or getting the proper level of treatment when they get out, if they do happen to go to an inpatient program. Mm-hmm. There are less resources now in our community for treating adolescents than there were 30 years ago. Hmm. And I recently had a conversation with a major, you know, inpatient adolescent program provider and they, and they have problems referring kids to the, to treatment. So one of my goals to help our community is to develop an adolescent program. Right now we either work individually with adolescents or if they're mature enough, then they're in with adult groups. But, uh, my goal for this coming year is to develop an adolescent program specifically geared towards adolescents. He is uh, Stephen Berger, contact counseling executive director there. Is it still, um, is it talked about as a gateway? Oh, maybe, you know, but in and of itself, it's bad enough Mm -hmm. and causes significant problems, you know, and there are other, you know, there, when I have kids in treatment, you know, they're talking about cocaine use and, uh, you know, friends of theirs that are using fentanyl and, Mm -hmm. you know, and with, with these drugs, you know, if somebody's buying methamphetamine or cocaine, they really don't know what's in it. There's not a lot of quality control out there. So one dose of fentanyl and it can be the end. And, you know, there was really no margin for error like there were, you know, there was in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody, if there's any concerns at all, parents need to get on board and they need to get their kids in and assessed by somebody that's competent. And, uh, you know, that's what we are able to provide to sit down and usually get to the truth. Is, is it usually the parents uh, with the intervention? Because I, I can't imagine the kids coming usually, straight to you. you know, and, and unfortunately, that. there was a shift in policy with schools. You know, um, one of the when I worked in schools, one of the main things I would do is look at policy and see if, say, if a kid get, got caught with marijuana at school or a pipe or a mm-hmm. bottle or whatever, they were, you know, they were suspended um, for a length of time. And then they could reduce that by going and getting assessed and following the recommendations. Well, one of the pieces that they took away is having to follow the recommendations. Mm-hmm. And the fact is a lot of parents may be still in denial or don't have uh they don't have enough control or accountability with their kids. So those policies forced their hand that the kids got treatment, whether the parents, you know, it was up to the professional mm-hmm. to determine, you know, what the needs were. And uh, 
that's a a serious concern because that was a pathway for kids to get help that just doesn't seem to be prevalent like it used to be. If um, the parents think they uh, need help with the kids or they want to send them your way, let's uh, give them the contact info. Yeah, just get a hold of me. Um, You can come in and sit down or call on the phone and share your concerns and we can develop a strategy to to, you know, find out just what's going on and to get them the help if they need it. Mm -hmm. So give us a call at 360-671-3277 or uh, check out our uh, website, contactcounseling.com. Excellent. Uh, Do me a favor, come back anytime. Always love uh, chatting with you about, uh, well, A, the problems in the area and how to solve them. That's Absolutely. The thing. That's uh, Stephen Berger, Contact Counseling. We'll continue with uh, Community Connection on KGMI here in just a moment.